Oh, have you ever played a game called Outlast? Outlast? Yeah. That's the one where you're like, you're, you're in an airplane crash and you find like a haunted city and you have to walk through the like gas station and shit. There's like two of them. No, well, there is two Outlast games, but I think they they cover different stories. But I'm playing the first one where you're like this journalist who is investigating an insane asylum. You, you have you played it? I know I've I, I know I've played them before. I just can't really remember which ones they are. Okay, it's the one where you're walking around. You can't kill anybody because um, your character is not a fighter. You just have to like run and hide and hope that the guys don't see you. And, like, you just use the light from your camera to, like, kind of scare them off or, like, momentarily create space for yourself? Well, you have the uh, night vision on your camera to see in the dark. So if you don't have your camera up, you can't see shit because it's too dark. Anyway, that that game was, like, 70% off on the Switch this week. So I picked up the first one. I might pick up the second one. But it's really good, man. It's scary. It might be the second one that I was thinking of where you're, like, there's an airplane crash and you're... Yeah, like some weird abandoned town. Yeah, it's possible. I have no idea what the yeah, second that, one's about. It is. It is super jump scare filled, if I'm remembering it right. Yeah, there's quite a few jump scares, but yeah, it's just like the atmosphere is very creepy as well. I haven't haven't played a game that's like scary in a long time, so it's it's nice, very refreshing. Who knew you could still be scared? I know, right? I guess you have enough jump scares. Well, it's just like. Because you can't do anything about the bad guys in there. You can't kill them or anything. You can't fight. So I think that makes it, that's what makes it scary. So when you see one, it's like, oh, fuck. Like, it doesn't matter if it's a big one or a small one. It's like, oh, shit, I got to deal with this now. Can't see in the dark. Where the fuck is this asshole? You, like, go into a room. He's just, like, right there, and he sees you. Fucking sucks. (laughs) But I like it. Oh, and like all throughout the map, there are just random like extra camera batteries, and that's what you use. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Yes, that's okay, the one. I do you remember that part? Yeah, like you search through the doors, <laughs> and that's all you're looking for is like fucking battery. Packs. Yeah, like batteries are the only item you pick up. There's so many batteries okay. in this. So many I batteries do, in that. Okay, uh, that thing. is definitely number two then <laughs> that I'm thinking about with the little like abandoned like campsite town or whatever the fuck it is. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I don't. I don't know what kind of camera runs on like double A batteries. <laughs> It's really fucking weird. <laughs> it's, you're supposed to be like a professional, like yeah. news <laughs> he has reporting, like, a disposable like camera. cameraman. Yeah, but yeah, he's got that shit. Yeah, I know what the fuck. That part is really weird. Like that's, I guess that's why the batteries run out so quickly. It's they're fucking double A's. You gotta get a better fucking camera than that, seriously. Yeah, I forget fuck that character's your station name. manager. But he's fucking up. But yeah, it's very cool. I like it. And it's like they don't they just like sort of throw you right into it too. Like they have a thing like a disclaimer at the beginning like oh you have to run, you can't hide, you're not or you can't fight, you're not a fighter. So run and hide. And then it's like okay, now start playing. You know, it just like starts with you driving your truck to the thing and then you just get out of the truck and it's like okay, start the game. Like, oh shit. <laughs> Good <right>. luck. <laughs> yeah. That was it. It's like no no like opening cutscene or anything really. But yeah, it's pretty great. Nice. Yeah. If if the one I'm thinking is number two is number two, there is a cutscene to open that one. Oh, okay. Because you're like flying in a helicopter with like the news anchor girl. Okay. And like the helicopter crashes and then you just like wake up, find your camera, and then you start the adventure. Okay. Sounds like Dead Rising a little bit. So, okay, I'll pick you up uh, in three days. 
have a good time. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. It's the yeah. exact same game. <laughs> right. Days gone, except without yeah, motorcycles. Yeah. Cameras instead of motorcycles, yeah. Right. You have to ride your camera to the around the empty map. That's right. That's right. <laughs> All right. Anyway, I think I'm ready to get started. How about you? I've been ready and waiting, man. All right. Let's get this train moving. All aboard. Welcome once again to Giraffes Have Black Tongues Comics. I'm your host, Dave. I'm your other host, Donnie. This week, we are doing, we are wrapping up this year's Giraffe Pooper. <laughs> Giraffe Tober. So, this is Halloween night that we're coming to you guys from. It's midnight on Halloween, so technically November 1st, so. I don't know which drop I should play. I mean, we we did books for Giraffe-tober. Yeah, I think it's close enough. We're still celebrating Halloween. People haven't gone to bed yet. Today, we are going to talk about the Friday the 13th book from DC Comics. We're going to talk about Die, Volume 1. Uh, we will talk about Stumptown, the series premiere from uh, ABC, is it? Right? Yeah. All right. And The Walking Dead. Did you watch Watchmen episode two or no? Actually, I did. Yeah, I did watch that as well. Okay. We could we could throw that at him too, maybe if we have time. Yeah, why not? I mean, thought it was all right. I, I think I like the second episode better than the first. I'm more into it now. Oh, right. And also going to talk about the Stumptown podcast from After Buzz TV. I can't wait to get to that. So let's let's get into these comic books so we can hurry up and talk about Stumptown podcast. Yeah, because it's let's fucking amazing. The bullshit and get to the podcast. Yeah. Okay, speaking of uh, skipping the bullshit, I guess we could talk about Die first. Because, you know, they go into this world and for two years and skipped a lot of bullshit in real life, in their I don't, fantasy world. I don't world. know that they skipped bullshit while they were trapped in this world. <laughs> they I mean, bullshit, the one girl man. loses a fucking arm and one friend gets left there for like 40 years. I don't know if that's skipping bullshit. It kind of is, because you don't have to go to school and stuff. That's uh, skipping a lot of yeah, bullshit. But you have to fight wars and lose your eyes and replace them with dice. I mean... So I guess that's more... It's kind of brutal. More that's bullshit. A bit more bullshit, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. It, you know, it's you debatable. Know. I mean, yeah. tomato, tomato, I guess. I mean, you're going to get bullshit no matter what you do, so... In, in a way, you're always skipping some bullshit, but you're doing other bullshit. So, Die, <laughs> Volume 1. What did you think about Die? I liked it more than... Alright, so, I randomly found it on a list. It said, like, the 10 scariest comics to read this Halloween. Mm-hmm. I don't remember who put that out, but I remember I, like, texted you the picture, and that was number one on that list. And then right. when I saw it was also written by the guy who wrote The Wicked and Divine, I was like, okay, this could be cool. But... I mean, there were some, like, kind of awesome brutal parts in there, but it wasn't scary, really. It was like a yeah. uh, it was like a group of friends who got trapped in a game of D&D when they're, like, 16-ish or, like, 10. I don't remember how young they were. 
but then like they randomly get the one main guy randomly finds like the dice from the kid who got trapped there all those years ago and it randomly teleports them all back into this uh, game I mean there were a couple of like brutal parts over here and there uh, once and again like uh, anytime they find like a character in that world there they've all got like rotted out eyeballs which was kind of awesome like that Sir Lane guy when uh, he unmasks because he like swore his allegiance to the the dictator girl main guy dominic who's dominic who's yeah who is the dictator named ash in the fantasy world but he swore his allegiance to him and like he died like two days after they left and like he's just been traveling for the last (laughs) like 20 some years eyeless and like rotting yeah that out damn that was kind of brutal but yeah yeah i mean i would would not describe this as a horror book though i wouldn't either I feel like the beginning when they're setting up that game that they're about to play uh, about this uh, D&D thing, I feel like that part had the horror vibe to it. It's like, oh, yeah, they're setting up something that uh, is going to be scary. You know, I could you could tell like, oh, we're, get, we're moving into something scary. And then it's just like not really scary. Like at first it's mysterious because it's like, oh, they're gone for two years and then they suddenly reappear uh, with one missing an arm and one kid just not there. And uh, that kind of stuff seems really interesting. Like we're we're gonna s- see something scary, but uh, but no, it's this is definitely like a fantasy book. It's definitely not a horror. Yeah, yeah. I had so like my very first note here is that there there's one character in the book who's now a, a writer named Chucky, and when they first go back to the fantasy D and D world, I think they just call the I think they just call that world die. Uh, yeah. But when he goes back there. He immediately tries to attack these, like, orcs, which are just, like, the NPCs, like, from all the shitty, like, awful Marvel movies, which just, like, the faceless alien creatures. They're like, oh, yeah, you can just kill them without feeling any remorse because they're just NPC characters that just keep, you know, lining up here for us to murder. And he immediately screams out, we're going to make them, we're going to cause them to be dead-ending, which I'm sure Grammar Hitler here loved that line. Especially considering it was from the writer character. Yeah, that is weird. Uh, shit, I wish I wrote it down, but there was another typo in there, too. And I, I can't remember what it was, but yeah, they did make some mistakes with the writing. I have another one where it was, um... Chuck says, wow, Matt, you really know how to bring a party. But he didn't finish that expression. He didn't say, you really know how to bring a party down. Yeah. He just left it as, you really know how to bring a party. So I don't know if that's like a British thing where they don't finish that statement. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. That seems unlikely. But it is weird, yeah. There's just I some things that are just that strange. One too, yeah. yeah, this book was kind of weird like that. I felt like the they didn't have an editor or something. Like, and, and just like the writer just sort of fucked up and just missed his... He didn't like hit spelling and grammar check or something. It was definitely strange because usually it doesn't happen. You know, they, they're usually pretty good about keeping their grammar straight. And also we'll, we'll hear more in the reviews. We'll come back to the, to the way it was made. We'll, we'll save that for later. They also called this D and D game, the, the watchman of RPG games, which I thought was pretty good since we talked about watchmen. Yeah. That tied in nicely. Yeah. Yeah. So this is uh, that's how you can think of this game. This is a D and D game with lots of blue dick. And uh, they keep they keep talking about like all kinds of like uh, pop culture shit, too, because he keeps talking mm-hmm. all about like the Hobbit and like the Hobbit uh, 
just like the excessive walking all throughout like all those fucking books and the movies <laughs> yeah well, I, f- I feel like if you're playing D&D you kind of have to mention the hobbit i think that's obligatory and also at one point the leader girl gets a dragon or talks to a dragon or something and that kind of reminded me of game of thrones like she needs to get her like batman cuck to follow her around or whatever no, they were attacked by a dragon. She oh, didn't they were attacked. The dragon didn't she day. talk to the dragon? She was talking to it, wasn't she? She had, no. Um, the one girl, Isabel, or no, no, the Neo girl, her little sister, yeah, Angela, the one with one arm. She like immediately like teleported and started stabbing the thing to try to hurt it. Okay, and then the guy who was like the Knight of Sadness, whatever the fuck it was, Matt, yeah. He, like, attacked it with that amazing fucking badass sword of his. And the other girl, Isabel, she was kind of casting some kind of spell to attack it while uh, Ash just, like, ran off and hid in a ditch with, like, army troopers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was weird. Yeah, the the world that they set up, it's like, oh, you got army guys walking around. You got dragons. You got uh, robots from the future. and It's really weird. It's just like everything is mashed up in this game world. Well, I mean, it was all created by the kid who ended up getting stuck in there, that Saul kid. So I'm yeah. thinking these are all things that he built up in there while yeah. over the last like 20-whatever years. True, probably. Yeah, and that, that sad night, like, that is a really like emo goth power. Oh, if, like, the sadder I get, the stronger I get. So make me sad. What the fuck? But he has an awesome sword, so it's... <laughs> yeah, worth he does. It. It's a cool sword. He does have I, a cool sword. You can tell from the artwork throughout this thing that it was clearly written by and created by the guys that did The Wicked and Divine because so much of this artwork looks like it's like straight ripped from that. Like it's all just such vibrant colors out of nowhere. Yeah. I really liked the artwork in this. I, I have to admit that. Well, that was my I want to... I'm on the fence about the artwork. I do think it's cool. I like the style a lot, and uh, it's definitely interesting to look at. But at the set, on the other hand, I can't really tell like a lot of the time what people are doing or where they're going or like who is where. You know, I can't tell. I I couldn't tell you what that world looks like at all because like they they have this like weird blurry uh, dreamlike surreal effects to it, which is cool looking. But I have no idea like what the setting is. Still, it just looks like they're in a void, basically. Like, they don't really show you their surroundings that well. So, I, I'm on the fence about it. Well, that could be, too, to, like, illustrate that it's been 20-some years since they've been there, and they don't really remember it as well as they think they do. But they don't need to remember it because they're there. This isn't a memory, is it? They went back in the present. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. On the other hand, another interesting detail that they showed is that the Earth is a uh, die shaped, so it's uh, twenty. The Earth is shaped like a twenty-sided dice, which I knew it. Those globe tards. It's a die Earth. But like, yeah. Well, I mean, just reading the title of this book, I thought it was die as in like death related. I yeah, had me no too. Idea. It was just dice related. I was yeah. Like, Aw. Yeah, I like when I they dropped the title. When I realized that. Yeah, they, yeah, they dropped the title in the first issue. It's like, oh, okay, that kind of die. <laughs> and then, like all throughout the very beginning of this, they keep using this word, uh, "geus," 
Which I don't yeah. know if that's like an acronym or something. I, I texted Ralph earlier today and asked him if that's like a thing in D and D. But mm-hmm. he just never got back to me yet. Ah, damn it. But I, I did just look it up on Wikipedia, and it is just a command from D&D. It's when you place a magical command on a creature that you can see within your range. But, like, he's using this all throughout, like, this first chapter and a half. Yeah. I think on the assumption that only people who are familiar and, like, diehard D&D players are going to bother reading this book. So, like... For someone who's played it twice now in his life, like myself, <laughs> I have no fucking clue what the hell this means or what he's talking about. Yeah, I, I didn't know what that meant either, but I think that's weird from the context, though. I got a different idea. I, I guessed that it was like a vow of silence, basically, or like a command of silence. I thought it was like an acronym for the Grand Master because they kept talking about him whenever they would mention it. I don't know if it's still <laughs> like... Grandmasters, exceptionally awesome spells or something. Oh, maybe, yeah. That could work. Yeah. But I was thinking, like, that could be a good show title. I wrote that down, too. How do you pronounce it? Oh. Do, they have, do they have pronunciation for that on the on Wikipedia? Is it geese? Or? No, it just says geese, geese, geese. All right, I'll put oh, it man. as a title, and uh, the listener can figure it out. I, Tell us how I, to I, pronounce wait, it. Wait, wait, no, because I put that? down... Possible okay. episode title. All right. So when they're in the bar and they're hanging out with all the dwarfs, in the name of all that is quaffable, let us quaff. Which is my new favorite way, my new go-to way of saying let's get fucking shit-faced. <laughs> okay. Quaffable. Like that sounds, yeah, quaffed. Wow. Pretty good. That's that sounds like the fanciest way of saying I'm gonna puke my guts out from alcohol poisoning within a couple hours. <laughs> That's right. It's so elegant. <laughs> Extremely elegant. Fuck yeah. I had one more thing. In the very beginning, the one kid's mom was making bourbon biscuits. I wonder what a bourbon biscuit is. Have you ever had one of those? I've not. Must be like, an English I, thing. I think that was just a way to just... I don't know if it said she was making them. I thought he described her as a bourbon biscuit, which I thought meant that like she was just always so like day drunk. <laughs> That'd be cool. And like you could just reek it reeks of like alcohol. But she said bourbon biscuit dispenser, though. That's the thing. So I feel like that means she has the bourbon biscuits she's giving to the children. I wouldn't think you can offer it to like... <laughs> Because this was back when they were like 12-year-olds, too, well, which well, makes it's like, it even cooler. But it could just be, uh, yeah, it's a really cool mom. Either it's a really cool mom or it's something like, uh, you know, like they have rum raisin ice cream that's not actually alcoholic, but they still have the word rum in it. I, I was mm. thinking it could be something like that, maybe. But I'm hoping it's just like cookies with uh, like soaked in bourbon. That'd be great. Yeah, I want to try them, whatever they are. Yeah, sounds good. Jess and Ralph, if you guys are listening to this episode, I want to remake my character if we ever play again. <laughs> I'm either going to be a dictator, because that oh. was fucking awesome power. Yeah. You just control people with their emotions and shit, or else I want to be the Neo thing, like that uh, one-armed girl. Because like, <laughs> you just steal people's gold, or you use some kind of special fairy gold, and yeah. you can make like a pet dog. Which is fucking awesome right there in, 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 in and of itself. But then like you can the also make armor and weapons for yourself out of that gold, too. Yeah. I Fuck like this. this barbarian bullshit. That's overrated. I want one of those two characters. Yeah, that's barbaric. 
the barbarian. Wait, who's the other one? Uh, the fool. The fool seems pretty good too. It just seems like you can act like an asshole and just get lucky the whole time. That seems like a secret power that you wouldn't expect. I thought that was pretty, could be fun to play as. Is that what he was? I thought he was like a warrior or something. No, he was the he, fool. He kept, they kept sending him into all the fights. Okay. Yeah, so he has like, I guess he just fun. has like okay. dumb luck. And uh, nice. he can just do what he wants and it doesn't matter. He'll just luck out. There's no consequences. I like <laughs> yeah, that. That yeah. part's really cool. That's how I live my life in real life. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I guess that's all the notes I had. Yolo. Did you have anything else? No, that was that was pretty much all my notes. All right. Would you recommend it? Yeah, it was okay. I mean, I'm I'm very interested to see what the what happens in the follow up because like they they kill the Saul kid who they left behind mm-hmm. there, and the only way to get out they realize is all of them have to agree that they want to go home, but uh, Chuck and Izzy both decide that they want to stay and like. They splinter off from the other three, so I'm very curious to see if they're going to kill him now or hunt him down or what. Yeah. Also, that, that Saul dude turns into a like a zombie or something. I forget what they call yeah, them. Yeah, they realize they all the orcs, the fallen. The yeah, fallen. okay, okay, that's it. Those are what they also called the orcs. They realize that all of those are just other kids who were trapped in this world at some point in time and had yeah. died in it. Yeah, interesting. All right. Well, I, I it's a light recommend for me. I think that it was a uh, it was interesting enough. But I'd say it's like a two and a half or a three out of five. Well, speaking of star ratings, do you want to hear reviews? You know I do, cuck. Read some fucking reviews, you cuck. So uh, we had a lot of two and three star ratings for this, and uh, there is a hang on a minute. There's a theme. So here's the first one. This is three stars, and it says, Excellent comic, poor finish. Great comic, interesting take on a classic story with wonderful illustrations to accompany. The problem is the poor printing and binding. It looks like the prints on the page are slightly crooked, leaving a noticeable white gap near the binding. On one page, (laughs) a barcode is present, and there is about an inch gap where the pages are not secured. I have many image comics, and they are all in perfect order, so this was a great surprise. Wow. Man. Damn, dude. That's rough. That's even worse than getting dog-eared pages when you receive uh, your item. Yeah, terrible. Or it coming like three days late or something. Yeah. Alright, here's another one. There's also three stars. Comic is great. Physically, not so. I love this comic. <laughs> great story, killer art, but the manufacturing of this is abysmal. The glue in the spine fell out and the majority of pages just dropped. So, damn, dude. This is a fucking mess but, that they have. I, I don't know how you could justify giving that three stars still when you have pages falling out. Yeah, if it's like turning to dust in your hand, I would probably give like, that one star. not even a half a star. Fuck yeah, that. come on. Also, that's a return for note, me. I really hope that each one of these amazing reviews that you use here on this show, you are giving a thumbs up to, to like elevate. So they're like the most helpful reviews Amazon has to offer for these items. Oh, I should, I should click that helpful button. <laughs> yeah. Cause these yeah. are super helpful. Cause they're, they're making they such helpful, great content yeah. for us. Yeah. Right. All right. Here's another one. This is four stars. Great comic publisher needs work. I want to preface this 
The comic itself is more than deserving of five stars. A wonderful critique of edgelordism illustrated beautifully. <laughs> I love that word, edgelordism. That's my religion. Cool. I, I, that's the, I'm definitely going to go to the church of edgelordism. Uh, really hope to get a lot more of this eventually. However, a brand new graphic novel shouldn't be falling out of its binding. A problem I've had a few times with Image. So there you go. Jesus, man. Oh, oh, one more. On, this, this, one, this one is one star. Cracked binding. The binding is all bent and cracked. And that was it. So damn, dude, they really had a lot of problems with this. Uh, the way they put this book together. What the fuck? Yeah. How hard I'm is it to put a book together? Can't be that fucking hard. You wouldn't think so. Yeah, right? Damn. Those are the reviews, and that's Die. Speaking of... Um, speaking of death. Yeah, speaking of death and things falling apart, we also read Friday the 13th, so let's move on to that. Speaking of the binding not holding together. Yeah, Jason will uh, definitely tear things off of the binding of your, your, no, your spine, right? There you go. So before we even get into this one, yeah. How desperately do you think DC wants to distance themselves from the fact that they put this out on their main label? <laughs> uh, I don't know. Why? You didn't like it? <laughs> oh, no, no. It was great. But the constant homophobic oh. slurs and names and like... Holy shit. <laughs> I mean, I get, I get DC is attempted to be like edgy and cool as fuck in this thing. But it's 2007, man. Like, you still need to be... Speaking like, of edgelordism. People people were aware of how inappropriate that shit was even back in 2007. Oh, no, man. no, 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 like no. This was like 1942 when they put us out. No, no, no. I, I think you could, st- you, you, you could definitely say a lot more gay slurs in 2007 than uh, you can now. But I, I, I remember it was uh, much more okay to do that back then. That was only when people were just starting to get accepting of... Uh, of gay people and shit so i think that that was still running rampant at that time i think that's a little more recent where like you can't say it at all now in addition to that though because i also have lots of other notes about <laughs> oh this yeah <laughs> so immediately first first spoken word of this book is shit cool which i mean it's dc there's no asterisks there's no like ampersands or like cash symbols like no like <laughs> editing whatsoever it's just straight up shit yeah. And I kept a running tally throughout all six volumes here. In all, we have a total of 75 variations of fuck used Whoa. throughout this book, which Damn. I was so pleasantly, like, <laughs> dumbfoundedly shocked to find. Wow. Like, all throughout it. Eight times in issue one, 16 in number two, 19 times in issue three, 20. Issue four set the bar. Wow. Then they go down to 15 and five and only four and six, but that's because everyone's dead by then. Yeah, yeah, I think, think you're in the middle there. That's where everyone's swearing the most because they're about to get fucked by Jason. They're all, they're all aware that Jason <laughs> is uh, coming for him, yeah. Wow, damn, that's a lot of fucks. I mean, but then they also say the R word twice. Oh, yeah, yeah, I saw that one. I had that one um, written down. They use some... All right, so these are some new slang terms for a vagina that I have never heard in my life and had no okay. idea were <laughs> euphemisms for a vagina. Yeah. I mean, they do say pussy. I, I knew that one. But then whisker yeah. biscuits. Oh, yeah. <laughs> fish mittens. Bushy Elizabeth. And an Whoa. axe wound. These are all potential title names and all should probably be used. <laughs> Way better than anything from Die. Yeah, I guess that's true. 
And I don't uh, know why also... Axe Wound was the one that like grossed out the the Jeremy kid so much. I mean, that kind of grosses me out too. I get that. Axe Wound, so you think of like blood uh, maybe? Is that what it is? Well, you it's just of, like, it's gross. Vagina on the period or something? Is that what it is? No, it's just like, you know, it's like the uh, you know, you cut someone with an axe, they have a the mark there that's sort of vagina shaped. But I don't want to fuck the axe wound. <laughs> that's gross. Debatable. I, I do like that that Jeremy Kid's t-shirt said, I shit money. Yeah, that I had that rad. there too. That was, that was rad as fuck. <laughs> Let's talk about the different ways that the, uh, the other gay slurs that they used here. So they had F-slur Rambo, which I thought was pretty creative. Yeah, F-slur Rambo. Definitely yeah. mark that one. Yeah. That's Nancy Coxmoker yep, implying yep. Sasha has AIDS because her boyfriend may be bisexual. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you should get checked out for your AIDS. <laughs> there was yep. a gay kiss in this, though, so that was kind of uh, progressive of them. Well, th- well, that's why he started this Rico yeah. dude uses all these slurs in uh, like hailstorm does... <laughs> of like one page after this. <laughs> that's the MacGuffin for the uh, gay slurs. <laughs> but But before that, though... Sasha calls Brian the F-word because he plays Xbox? <laughs> oh, yeah, what the fuck? Yeah. I guess we don't play Xbox anymore, but... No. Maybe maybe in 2007 I would also be an F-slur. I definitely playing. was still doing it, yeah, yeah, yeah. Then. They also use the term gaydar, which uh, I forgot about that term, and they, and they use the term wigger, which uh, yeah. I also forgot about that so, term. So Whoa. ghetto tech, which I've never heard of the genre of music called ghetto tech, but apparently that's wigger music. Uh, that's my new favorite kind of music. I'm only listening to <laughs> ghetto tech from this day forward. Mark yeah. my words. Yeah, this 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 book, the writing is fucking wild here. It's like all these uh, all these words that I haven't heard for a long time. I haven't heard that in a long time. It, it takes it takes me back to my simple days. Back. Yes, they use the word douche. <laughs> I like that they use the word douche. I, I often don't see that word written, you know. So it's weird to see the word douche because it's spelled strange. Yeah, it takes your eyes a second to like realize. Like, oh, oh, douche. Okay. Overall, though, what what did you think of the book? Writing aside, so amazing writing, and then <laughs> <laughs> it was okay, I guess. It wasn't anything special. What did, you, what did you think of the art? It was okay. It, again. Nothing, nothing about this book was great. It was all <laughs> Except okay the writing. At best. Yeah. Yeah, the euphemisms the that it taught me, the Whoa. euphemisms that I now know for vagina, thanks yeah. to those, that bumps it up a couple grades. Exactly. But, uh, alright, so this Rico dude is mocking Brian's beard at one point. <laughs> yeah. Which, uh... Obviously, fuck Rico, an asshole. But he is later on seen doing crystal meth, which makes yeah, him badass cool. as hell. And he has a big dick. I thought like crystal dick. He was has a thing. monster dick. Yeah. Uh, apparently, he was off the stuff for a little bit. So oh, maybe so that it grew back. Okay, why? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but in my experience, ladies dig a quality beard like uh, Brian guy had. So I don't know why the fuck they're all like. Trying to make him seem like he's like a, a loser who can never get anyone just because of his awesome beard. Fuck yeah. that noise. But he's like a little more hipstery too. I think like if you if you have a beard as a as a hipster look, oh, you, you're gonna get he less. Wasn't supposed, no, this this was 2007. Hipsters weren't things back then. Weren't he they? was supposed to be a nerd, and this was before no. nerds were cool. 
Okay. That's why they keep making fun of him for like knowing how to use Google, which I'm shocked oh, yeah. that in 2007 it was. <laughs> yeah, come on. People were unaware of how to use Google. Like, you what should the be fuck? well aware of fucking Google. Yeah, come on. Are you use use the internet? They, you fucking nerd. Yeah, they keep doing that. They keep just making fun of him for being a nerd. <laughs> what the fuck? This they say at some point in time that Jason was born in 1956. Yeah, I guess. Which I, I, Never realized that. I don't really remember the whole Jason backstory. Like, I, I'm pretty sure I've seen all those movies at some point in my life, but uh, it's a lot of nonsense anyway. They had those like zombie children in the in the lake, which I don't know where the fuck that came from. I don't remember that being a thing at all in those Jason movies. Yeah, yeah. They use unpack as a euphemism for fucking, <laughs> which I don't yeah, think I, that makes sense. Wouldn't, wouldn't, like, hey, help me pack my suitcase, wouldn't that be a better euphemism? Yeah, it's like, pack me get You want to get, get stuffed, you know, packed? Yeah, I think that yeah. makes more sense. Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't really get unpack. Yeah. I think most of those came from those two guys who were, uh, those, like, two asshole kids or whatever. No, no, that one was Rico. Oh, Rico said, oh, fuck, okay. And he's got a monster dick, so you know he knows. yeah. But you would think with that monster dick, he'd be packing things in again, you know, exactly. Same thing. Yeah. But those two, those two other kids though, the two asshole kids at the beginning, they're trying to get to the lake and they just like go into a diner and expect, they like, Hey, we need a ride to the lake. Just shouting to the whole diner and nobody takes them up on it. And then they're like offended that these strangers won't just like drive them up to the lake. It's like, fuck you guys. These these people in the middle of eating their (laughs) fucking lunch won't immediately just stop to drive them yeah yeah what the fuck what assholes yeah yeah they just expect it and they're saying things like there better be some hot pussy at this camp which i thought was a pretty funny line yeah that that was when they yeah. came up with all those amazing euphemisms <laughs> oh man that was good uh what else oh they also reference the uh bang brothers when they're talking about rico's dick <laughs> so like those kids knew about the internet yeah, so they know about so Google, they're nerds at least. too, or yeah. Bing. Yeah, yeah. They also that same conversation mentioned that the one girl has military nipples. Does that just mean yeah. that they're like hard? I I've that's what I heard, guessed. Yeah, I've never heard of military nipples. <laughs> Neither have I. What the fuck? But yeah, I'm using that all the time now. Yeah, but I mean, again, like like we said, this writing was amazing. Um, also, at one point. The uh, the one dude, uh, I think his name was Mike, with the main girl. They're driving the truck, and he does the uh, the hand move where he hits the brake and then like puts the hand on her tits. I thought that was a pretty good move to like shield her. It's like, oh, I didn't want you to fly forward, so I put my hand there. Well, she wasn't oh, wearing a seatbelt though, so I mean yeah. that was legit. Well, yeah, exactly. But then he did hold it there for like twenty yeah. minutes, and she's like, <laughs> "What are you doing? Performing a mammogram?" Right. <laughs> yes, I'm a doctor. Yeah, just lean into it then. That girl gets prescribed some kind of like, um, like, I don't know if they think she's schizophrenic or something, but they give her some kind of like pills that she just gets when she first goes there because she drowned, she starts drowning in the lake when all mm-hmm. the uh, like ghost zombie kids like start pulling her down. Yeah. And they're like, oh no, she was on the high school swim team. <laughs> She can't possibly drown. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that's not a, a rule. You that doesn't can still mean you can breathe underwater. Even if you're on a swimming team. Is that, is that not correct? 
No, you, you gain the ability to breathe underwater like Aquaman. You become you Aquaman. Oh. Yeah. Awesome. So she'll be fine. Shit, I should have, I should have tried out then. I know, right? You could have been Jason Momoa. But um, another awesome note I have. So Batgirl gets those pills and like they're all staying together in the one cabin because they're always like, have you ever seen a horror movie? You divide and conquer. So if we all stick together, Jason can't hurt any of us. So that girl's like, oh no, I have to take my medicine now. I'm going to run out <laughs> by myself and go get it. She yeah. goes to the bathroom and um, her pills have been poured out into the toilet and then pissed on. But there is also shit that's speckled uh, yeah. all over the top, the fucking the top <laughs> of the toilet seat. How is that humanly possible? So I'm just imagining Jason coming in, finding her meds, like, oh, fuck these meds. I'm going to throw them in the toilet, and now I'm going to take a shit right on top of them. But he's going to, like, well, hover no, over no, the toilet. Because like, it had to go in this out. order. It had to go, it had to go, he shits. <laughs> Just like standing straight up and has it like splash everywhere. Yeah. And then he flushes that because he, he flushed the toilet, but there was still like speckles of shit because it was such a massive shit just stuck to oh the God. inside of the toilet. And then he sits down, he takes the pills, pours them in, sits down to pee on top of them, I think, because it looks like down. he was sitting on top of that shit because it smashed oh. into the toilet seat. So what the fuck? Who, who, how does that happen? Like, seriously, unless that is exactly what he did, how is this humanly possible to do? I think it's just that. I just think it's so funny, like, how many steps it took. Like, I, I'm pretty sure it wasn't Jason and it was that dude instead, well, was, but I just like imagining because, Jason. Yeah, because yeah. he would know about fuck. the pills. I'm just like, when it happened, I'm like, oh man, Jason is doing this? Like, he's taking a huge shit on the... I like to picture Jason, though, yeah. I, I really want it to be Jason, not that fucking Brian dude. Yeah. Oh, man, that's so funny. I thought that was fucking hilarious. <laughs> but, but, and she right, takes so the then, pill out and eats it. Then this girl takes... Yeah, she's <laughs> so desperate for these pills. She takes one out of Jason's piss and shit toilet <laughs> and, eat, and takes it. This is gross. my kind of girl. No, wow. this is my kind of girl, man. Uh... Man, I just, I really love that part. That was just so funny. That was over the top. <laughs> they, like, and show then, you the um, toilet. Yeah. Like, <laughs> oh, my God. And then, uh, all right, so this is my last big note I had about this thing. Okay. So the the investor guy, he finally comes back because it's been a week and he's checking in on him. And um, he's just standing outside. He gets, like, harpooned right through the fucking throat. And they yeah. also are, like, talking about how he got shot with an arrow. And then they're like, Sally's out there, but she can't, she's not the Green Arrow. So there's your one, like, DC Universe tie-in to, like, name drop one of their characters to remind you that this piece of shit garbage is super offensive as fuck. Like, edgy as hell book was released by DC. Yeah, shared Green universe. Arrow. Shared Shout universe. Out. Yeah. <laughs> fuck yeah. Oh, man. Speaking of that Arrow thing, like, I don't know how, I, I don't like Jason shooting arrows. I don't know why they're yeah, making him do he that again. Shoot arrows. He like throws harpoons. I thought. I don't know because it was an arrow but, though. I don't think it was a. But harpoon. there were arrows. There were arrows, like legit were... arrows, at the very end. That guy yeah. gets one right through the eye and then like through the side of the head. So I don't. Yeah, I think it's what weird. The fuck? Jason well, no, was also. It's, it's a summer camp. It's a summer camp. So there's like archery shit set up but somewhere. I don't like Jason doing that. I don't think he should be shooting arrows. I don't know how. Why? Like, what is he practicing? Getting getting good with his aim? Is he? Is that what he, he does all day? Gold, a blue ribbon, man. Yeah, he wants like, to be right? an arrow. Ribbons that uh, he's he's the bloody arrow. Yeah, uh, Jason was also shooting arrows in that um, Friday the Thirteenth remake. 
And uh, I remember thinking that was weird then too. So I'm surprised to see it again. But I think these books were probably within a couple of years, or this book and that movie were within a couple of years of each other. I think this book was first though. So, so I guess this is continuity the then. Yeah. They're like, hey, we've taught him how to shoot arrows yeah. now. So now in this remake, please, he'll please shoot more bring arrows. it into this movie for us. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But yeah, I just thought that was weird. I just love that shit though. That was uh, that was the uh, shit in the history the of shit. <laughs> what the fuck? Like nothing will ever top that in any comic book or real life slasher shit movie. Ever. Yeah, every slasher movie needs that now. Or just like Jason will. Throw your pills in the toilet, like, shit like, all, all right. over the toilet. So he doesn't even, it's not even like he wears shorts. He has yeah. like that, uh, like that work guy construction suit yeah. or whatever the fuck it is that he just has to pants. like unzip down. Yeah. And then he just stands over top of the toilet and just takes like the grossest shit of all time. <laughs> and it splashes every fucking word and just sticks to the side of the inside of the toilet, just sticks to the fucking seat. And then he flushes the toilet. And then he sits down to smash in the shit himself. <laughs> then he has shit on his ass. Then he empties he <laughs> empties the pill bottle in there, and then he continues to sit down to piss. Like, <laughs> why does so he funny. stand up to shit but sit down to piss? That's the other confusing part of this. I don't know. It's so weird. I I love picturing Jason like sitting down to pee though. Yeah, I I need more like Jason toilet. Jesus, use. I just need like a, a Jason goes to the bathroom movie now. Yeah. Uh, there, there was one more gross out thing that I thought was kind of funny. They show, I wrote Sally, but it's like they show Sally sees uh, Mike's dead body. I think it was a truck guy with his head smashed in. And as soon as she sees him, she just pukes all over the dude's dead body, which I thought no, was like, okay. whoa. So, no, so edgy. he was still there. He was still there. He, he was changing a tire and Jason just comes up behind him, smacks him with the tire iron. He leaves him like right underneath where the, the whatever the carjack thing is, kicks it out and just smashes him with the fucking car. He stayed there. That was one of the heads of the uh, two dudes oh, who got okay. killed Amer- immediately, Jeremy and whatever the other guy's yeah, name Yeah, the was. two asshole dudes. Yeah. But yeah, like the way they illustrated her doing that, it looked like she was like crawling on top of the dead yeah. severed head to like intentionally vomit into it. Like it yeah. was really poorly drawn, like. You, you'd usually yeah, turn, how turn gross away. she should have been. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, and I forgot to go back to that art thing, but there were some panels where they drew the heads really, really small for some reason. Like, so they just have these big, like, bodies with these tiny little heads, like the Goombas from that uh, Mario movie. It was pretty funny. <laughs> but, yeah, I guess uh, there we go. So this book is really great for their uh, colorful language and their... Jason the taking poop. a dump. Yeah, the poop. The Jason bathroom alone. <laughs> yeah. Like, more serial killers need to take bathroom breaks in movies so I can see how ridiculously yeah. insanely they do it. So. I want to see how Michael Myers takes a shit. Yeah. Freddy Krueger. I, was, I, was, I want to know which one of these killers knows how to properly, like, wipe their ass and, like, yeah. sit down to poop and not stand up. And right. stand up to pee and stuff. I need it. This this book has raised so many fucking unanswered <laughs> questions for me now. It's gonna haunt me for a long time. None well, of those none scary. of the murders, none of those grotesque murders are gonna haunt me. No. Just like the the nonsensical way that Jason goes to the bathroom is. Yeah. I agree. Someone make sense of this for me. Tweet us. Giraffes HBT pod. Yeah. How do you think Jason takes a Illustrate show? it for me and yeah. send me the illustration. Oh god. Step by step. <laughs> Uh, it was it was great. 
<laughs> so I like the uh, Halloween one. I think was actually good. This one is like fucking wild. So I would recommend it like, for that. <laughs> yeah, it was like this was the ICP of like rap yeah. music, basically of of comic book horror movies. Yeah. Although during this one, there was an advertisement for a, a Leatherface one. Did you see that? Uh, yeah, I did. You read it from the same website, so you got those same ads. Yeah, right? I did. They had a lot of ads. I'm interested to see that Leatherface one. Yeah, I feel like may as well at some point. The, the, these uh, these slash air comic books just Next seem kind of fun. October. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, kind of. I kind of like these slasher ones. They're fun. All right, so I would recommend it. How about you? For this conundrum of a bathroom break alone, everyone must read. I don't know if that was issue five or issue four, but just read the entire thing just to be safe so you don't miss it. Yeah, just make sure you find it. All right, you ready to hear some reviews? Sure thing, cuck. Read some fucking reviews, you cuck! Hang on a minute. I thought you were ready. Okay, now I'm ready. All right, okay. this one is three stars, doesn't disappoint. A nice standalone story that pays respects to the overall mythology and past of Friday the 13th and adds a new perspective to it. A new group of counselors are returning to camp. Jason shows up. No surprises in the main story, and the characters are very hip and up-to-date in all their petty trash talk and general sarcastic wit. (laughs) I guess in that sense it's well-written, but I never felt for the characters. (laughs) More than the average bunch. All right, he goes on, but I just wanted to read that one part about like the language being uh, modern and hip and up to date. Uh, this review well, this was written. Review in... <laughs> did not age well. Shit. Yeah, this review was written in two thousand eight. So I just love that. That's fucking great. Oh man. Um. Okay. Here's another one. It's two stars. Just another overhyped Jason story. You will get a better value, both price and story wise. If you skip this volume and buy volume two, the story, although adding to the Crystal Lake mythos, is totally bogged down with bad pacing, dialogue, and atrocious art. All right, and there you go. Oh yeah, the Crystal Lake mythos. They they were talking about Jason being a curse, I guess, from the Cleveland Indians. I didn't know about that. I don't remember yep. that from the uh, comics or from the movies, but I guess that's what it is. Yeah, like. They had to kill time in volume six, <laughs> yeah. so because everyone else was dead already. So they randomly like show this like story of how it's like a haunted burial ground and like there was a slaughter. Like yeah. yeah. That was all Save that for the movies. Come on. What do you think this is? I don't wanna I don't wanna watch that in the movies. Fuck that. That, that <laughs> well, doesn't if you're gonna, need to be like addressed ever. If you're gonna go for the backstory, like give extra backstory, I don't think you should do it in like these stupid spin off comics. Is what I, is all I mean, but um, yeah, I don't know. All right. Anyway, so that's uh, Friday the Thirteenth. So let's go ahead and move on to our next segment. Fuck these comic book shows. We watched Stumptown. Much less violent, much less slurs than uh, Jason or uh, Friday the Thirteenth. Yeah, less, still... less gross shit. Okay. So, what did you think about this uh, this show? It was okay. It was that exact issue. See, this is what I want all my live action comic book TV shows and movies to be. Just yeah. like 
my favorite stories from the books, a hundred percent just re- retold in live action. I don't want yep. some god awful piece of shit like Hollywood movie or TV show writer to come up with their own fucking ideas. You're not creative. You're fucking worthless. You didn't create <laughs> any of this shit. You're not good enough to fuck yourself. I want it 100% page to fucking TV show or movie. Yeah. This was fucking perfect. It wasn't my favorite story, but I mean, they captured it nearly 100%. It was a great episode. Well, okay, so here's the question. Are you going to keep watching this show? No, no. I'm not either. I'm, I'm fine after one episode. I'm, I, wasn't, I felt like, I'm good. I wasn't super into the book. I, like, okay. If, if this was like... A uh, story that I read continuously, like if it was like Rat Queens or Sex Criminals or like fucking the the Matt Fraction Hawkeye, like yeah, I'd, I'd keep watching it. Okay, I see. Yeah, because they just kind of finished up what we read in this one the episode. Question, yeah, the question it. this raises is like, what the fuck are they going to do to fill out time? Because I think there were three different volumes of the book, but they're all kind of just like a, a quick like six to eight issue run each time so like i have no idea i'm very curious to see like episode like maybe seven or eight because by then they've got to be out 100 percent of comic book material so i have no idea what the fuck they could do oh they'll just write some stuff like that's that that was my issue with like outcasts like because that is still an ongoing book and by the time they got done with the first season they were already completely caught up to and even past me where I was in the book at that point yeah. in time. So I was very worried about like what the fuck season two is going to be. And then they did that whole crazy ending. But yeah, that's why I loved outcast the first season because it was like a hundred percent straight from the book to the straight from the pages to the show. So yeah, I, I assume they have to have like Greg Rucka on as like a writing coordinator or some like, co-showrunner or something to like help them with the story yeah i wonder i i, I really don't know but i know that i'm not gonna find out i i'm, I'm I, I was good after one episode like i i liked it well enough but not not gonna continue <laughs> yeah i mean it was just an okay run-the-mill show yeah, I, yeah I, I do like terrible. i do like the recasting of michael ely as the uh, cop instead of a random lady though I always like anytime Michael Ely does shit. Is he the one that he bangs? Or the one that she bangs? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that was alright. The dude in the beginning, the bad guy with the beard, I noticed he has a Dead by Daylight tattoo on his neck. Did you notice that? Wait, does he? Yeah. It's the, uh... No. No, it's like that logo with the tally mark. Oh, So Probably it's not Dead by Daylight, but it looks like it. So he's a big fan. Wonder what awesome. his favorite killer is. Wonder what killer he thinks takes the biggest shits. Yeah. I mean, Michael Myers, or no, Jason is not in that game. No, shit, he has his mind. own game. There's like another game yeah. just like that with just Jason. I wonder if he can take shits yeah. in that game. Not if you, that if I've, you can never that I've hide played. people's pills and take a shit on top of them, <laughs> I wish. I'm buying that game. Just piss on people's medicine? Yeah. <laughs> i wish that was an attribute you could unlock in that game oh fuck that'd be perfect that'd be amazing yeah so this this uh this show also had army flashbacks just like batwoman whoa i did i don't care for the army flashbacks but i mean you're telling the story of this former army 
veteran who's now a PI, so it fits in the story. I don't like it, though. <laughs> Fit or not. It builds her character better, doesn't it? Yeah, it does, I guess. But I don't know why I don't. It just doesn't do it for me. Military nipples. Okay, yeah, she definitely had military nipples in the show. <laughs> her brother, Ansel, looks a little bit like Bubbles, so I like that. Wait, Bubbles from... Trailer oh, Park Boys. You're talking about Trailer Park Boys, <laughs> Yeah, not the Powerpuff Girl. No, 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 no. Trailer Park Boys, Bubbles. So the lesser, cool. the lesser of the two bubbles. Whoa, yeah. But yeah, they really just wrapped up the story fast, and I guess that's all I would care to see is like what we read, and uh, they got there. So <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, Perfectly. sure. Within an hour, that's how quickly they burned <laughs> yeah, through this entire. <laughs> I was surprised. Like this, is like breakneck speed, man. They're getting through this. But yeah, I mean, it, it wasn't terrible. I think it. I think it's an okay show for. Uh, the main broadcast network show. But that's about it, though. I don't really have much to say about it. I mean, have yeah. a try. You uh, might check like the it. archives from three weeks ago and listen to our review of the book. Yeah, we really don't need to talk about the story because we already did that for It's pretty much the exact same minutes. thing. Except yeah, Michael does. Ely in place of a lady cop. Yeah. Yeah, I guess like they bang, too. That's pretty fun. Do you have anything else about it? Because I don't. No. All right, so... Someone who does is the Stumptown Podcast, and this I've got a lot to say about this. We're gonna we're gonna have some fun here, so let's let's get into it. Let's hear their intro real quick, so we know who we're talking about. You're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now let the buzz begin. We're dancing and we're grooving a little bit, you know, because Stumptown just premiered, and I'm super excited. And that soundtrack, we'll talk about it, right? Won't we? <laughs> What's up, everyone? It is the Stumptown After Show on AfterBuzz TV. Like I said, it's the season premiere. We're talking episode one. Forget it, Dex. It's Stumptown. I'm your host, Ollie Drennan. I'm joined by an amazing, fantastic co-host, who I think is perfect for me to be a co-host, <laughs> because Shay Jones, let me just say, you are a huge Veronica Mars fan, right? That is very true. Right. And so I'm this is up huge. your alley. A little long. Sorry, I should have warned you about that. That <laughs> is setting the bar so unreachably high by calling yourself the ESPN. I know. <laughs> what the fuck? So I, I do want to talk about that. Te- well, so this is Ollie and uh, some other uh, Shay or whatever. We're that, the that's ESPN hosting the show. of comic book review so, podcasts that mock other podcasts. Yeah. So we need to come up with a tagline. I think. So I want to talk about that ESPN thing. We we gotta we gotta workshop a tagline here and. Uh, figure that out for next week buzz. but uh i did like that yeah the buzz i hate the buzz thing this I after like buzz that. tv that thing so like i checked them out they just have a bunch of like podcasts about tv shows which i i think it, it's anything anything from like reality shows to superhero shows to uh old shows new shows it's like everything it's really a lot of shows on there so this might be a new go-to podcast network <laughs> instead of dc tv every time Whoa, I- I was going to say, when there isn't a DC TV network yeah. option, nothing can ever replace Andy. That's true. This, this guy is kind of, um, he's not quite like Andy. He's cut from the same cloth, but this dude can like speak a bit better than Andy can. He doesn't stutter and stammer as much, or he doesn't lose what he's saying as Does much. Does he know, you know what nouns are? He does can appear he to know. a noun from adjective? <laughs> I think he could tell the difference between nouns and adjectives. But I don't know if he's a writer. 
But okay, let's let's uh get into it here. <laughs> that just that just buries Andy even more though, the fact that he is a writer. And... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Andy, please be on our show next week. We love you. Yeah, I do love Andy. I want to talk to Andy for hours. Um okay, let's let's hear about this next one. It is. This is cuz Veronica Mars is always when I was in high school. So now that I am a officially an adult right some town is that is going to be that thing for adults now right which i oh my gosh it was so great i'm yeah i'm officially an adult uh, too quote unquote, officially an adult <laughs> so Go fuck yourself comparing <laughs> this show to veronica mars first and foremost yeah okay so i want to get into that veronica mars thing so i i figured you had watched that show because i haven't so I, I love veronica mars man it's is Veronica best. Mars like a strong female lead who is uh, not that girly and things like that? Yeah, she's she's a total fucking badass. So that's like what they kind of get into a lot. Like, let, let's let's hear this clip. I just I love the general reversal that's happening in the show. I think that's so amazing, especially in today's climate. Right. And I think we need shows like this. Okay, so they're talking about gender role reversal in these shows. Like, I, would you consider this a gender role reversal? No, it's a female-led show. Like, there isn't really any dudes for to take the back seat. Is that what they're trying to imply? Yes. Like, it's just a female. Like, that is the cast. It's just Dex, pretty much. Like, everyone else are, like, small-time supported characters who get, like, three seconds of, like, screen time. Like, Exactly. Yeah. And but they're they're it's a strong female lead, but it's not like a a dude role. I don't think. I wouldn't think so either. I, I think it's strange how they're talking about it. They're they're talking about it like there are no shows that star women. I mean, you got Jessica Jones first of all. That's that's one that's kind of similar. They they mentioned Veronica Mars. That's another one, is it not? I mean, what the fuck? What do they want here? Terriers. There's one with a dude who was the main PI. There you go. That's uh, a little reversal. Terrible. That's terrible. Woke. Uh, here's another one about female roles. What's so great about media, especially in today's, where there is so many like female-centric roles, the glass ceiling is starting to really be broken. Mm-hmm. So great that we have shows like Stumptown to really reinvent roles for women and yes. diverse roles for women and not to just have those overly feminine roles not to discredit them, but like women are so powerful and they are so versatile with who they can become. Yes. As with men, you know, men embrace your femininity. Dude, this this is not a groundbreaking show. I don't know what the fuck well, he's no, talking about. No stretch. Not even like what the fuck remotely. Um, <laughs> like they they just in their fucking intro compared to Veronica Mars, which yeah aired like a decade ago, and actually is like I think they had a new season that just came out on hulu yeah it's coming out on hulu so i mean like it's from a decade ago though so clearly it's not a groundbreaking show since you're like comparing it to that yeah it's really strange the way they talk about these uh i don't understand how they're trying to make this show out to be like the greatest most like groundbreaking influential thing to ever happen to tv yeah, it it's really not. This is not a new thing. A, like they've it's a what the fuck basic as hell, run in the mill fucking pi show. You know what? I one one change I wish they made to the show was uh, changing the Dex character into a man. I think that would be uh, that would make it a better show. <laughs> but here's At what they Donnie say. Donnie <laughs> on the Twitter, yeah, everyone. Yeah, yeah. So here's what they say about woman, and 
I think that this doesn't mean what they think it means, but let's let's have a listen. Because women are profitable. Get with it, people. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I love it, Shay. Thank you. I couldn't say, I literally can't add anything because you said it just perfectly. They said women are profitable. I don't think that that means what they think it means. Women are profitable? Shouldn't it be women? Yeah. That's what they're talking about. But yeah, people use what women all the time. Wait, for, what does that money. mean to you, though? It means that women can make you money as a man. I think that's what that means. When you say profitable, it means that these they're using these women to make money for, well, not a man, but a company or something. I know they mean like women are valuable, but I, I feel like profitable is not the right word to use. Yeah, when you say profitable, that sort of has like an evil yeah. connotation. <laughs> exactly. Like Pivot them out. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like uh, prostitutes are profitable too, you know? Like I, I'm just picturing like the Texas redneck guy from The Simpsons. Who always like oh yeah <laughs> shoots his guns and shit like I'm picturing him doing this to them, right? Oh yeah, true. <laughs> Make me that money, and then shoots his guns in the air. Yeah, yeehaw, yeehaw. All right, this one's called heteronormative. So let's listen to that. I don't know. I don't know. I don't want to f- immediately think of Gray as a romantic love interest to her Dex. Uh, that's, I, it's so easy to do that because I feel like that's such a heteronormative concept. Like, oh, man, woman, together. <laughs> but really, like, I think this show, like, as Shay brought up, is, like, trying to, like, no, we, we don't think like that just because we have these particular genders assigned to these characters. That's, that doesn't mean we're going to ship them automatically, but I think... I actually disagree. What are you talking I, about? I like Wait, can I finish? No, go ahead. So I like that the, uh, that the end there. I like how he's trying to move on. It's like, oh, let, let, let me finish, let me finish. But okay, so they say that, like, oh, but seeing a man and a woman together, that's heteronormative. Like, oh, like, oh, like, they're together. Like, that's, a, that's still, like, a normal thing that happens in the world. Like, there's still people who are straight. I don't know what, why they're so uh, offended by that. But then later, they, they talk about uh, how Dex bangs the cop guy. So let's hear about that. She might find that in a sexual act with... Uh, Detective Hoffman. Hoffman. Ooh, I'm just yeah. Mm, let's. Mm. So in that in that clip, they're now was, excited was about that the relationship. Car horn honking in your background, or was that from their show? No, it's in my background, probably. Oh, yeah, there's it. a busy street there, but yeah, definitely not. That's that's me. <laughs> uh, yeah, sorry, but yeah, now they're excited about the heteronormative relationship when she bangs oh. this cop. Because it's Michael Ely. Yeah, that's what they say. Hold on, I have another one called Hoffman. Let's listen to that. He's an angel from heaven. Designed <laughs> yeah. by God himself. Yeah. Molded to perfection. I don't think he's that attractive. They also talked about what? that in this, in this Are you uh, podcast. He's okay. I just, I, like, they, they're also like gushing over Michael Ely in this show. I, didn't, it, I don't think I like, pulled it. It's like Jesse McCartney, Ryan Reynolds, Michael fucking Ely. Like, right there. I don't. Wow. It's the ranking of hot yeah, dudes who are Dave Stewart. Well, there you the go. lessers, as I call y'all. Yeah. All right, let's hear more about Hoffman. All off the bat, there was some kind of like sexual tension or some kind of tension between him and Dex, clearly. And then later on, they actually end up having sex, which to me was crazy. I don't know. What, what are your thoughts on this interesting relationship? There's obviously like sex involved, but also mm-hmm. they're working, they're going to be working together. <laughs> crazy they don't work together 
Uh, yeah, she's they a don't. PI. She's a private investigator. He's a cop. They do not work together. Yeah, FTP. Don't you know? Yeah. And wait, what? I thought they were angry about heterosexual that's, couples or normative or whatever the fuck they were saying. That's what I'm saying. It's they say that, but then they're all excited about were they it. Saying so that about Jake Johnson's character? Like yes, the they were bartender guy. Yeah, they were talking about oh. him first of all. Was that but... because they were both white? But because this is an interracial <laughs> couple, it's okay. Maybe is that what they said. Maybe no, you can't have two white, straight white people bang each other. That's that's off limits. That's gross. Yeah, disgusting. Ugh. Oh, here's another thing that I thought was kind of funny. Colby Smolders getting punched in the face, decked. It was amazing. <laughs> He's very excited about uh, women getting punched in the face. I mean, which I, I like that part too. Punched in the face, which I was a huge fan of. That was pretty I great. That, that was a that punch, man. That wind up for that punch that that dude did. That was that was fucking great. Fucking Robin Shablowski. Yeah. Uh, real quick, I just want to play this after buzz thing because I forget what it is. I just want to take the time to thank you guys for letting us be the ESPN of TV talk. It means so much to us because we love talking oh, about yeah. all different types of show. We have we have multiple channels, Shay. Right? We have we have so many drama. We have uh, reality television competitions, animation, comedy, uh, sci-fi, and superheroes. One of my favorite shows uh, or shows, yes, totally. One of my favorite genres uh, and channels as well. From AfterBuzz, and Shay and I have history. We just, we've just we done some shows together. A little show called Runaways. Yeah, we're we coming back it. for season three, and oh, we're so excited. Stay tuned this winter. We're coming back. We are coming back, and we <laughs> might have special guests and more giveaways. You totally. Alright, so... who? Wait, what's the other lady besides Shay's name? The main one that keeps talking. Ollie. Ollie? Yeah. Is that a man? Yes. Uh... Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. Don't ask me these questions. <laughs> God damn it. What do I look like to you? <laughs> I, was, I was setting you up on that one. Yeah, come on. Oh, man. <laughs> I think he is a gay man. That is my guess. I don't know. I didn't check his pronouns. I don't, or uh, it's pronouns. I did not check that. Or not it. What do you call them, if you don't know? Their, their pronouns. Uh, but yeah, are you going to stay tuned for their runaway show? Whoa. Season three. Can't wait. Oh, shit. Ollie, again, reiterating that ESPN line. Yeah. What the fuck are you doing, BuzzFeed? I went to the, uh, well, this Who is the fuck After do you Buzz. think you are? This isn't BuzzFeed. After Buzz, whatever the fuck they're called. I don't care. I went to the website, and um, that's the uh, tagline on the website. So at the top of the page, it says After Buzz TV, and then the subtitle is uh, the ESPN of uh, whatever the fuck they just said. So I think it's a wow. It's not them. It's it, the company or is the it owned network. by like ABC and Disney as well. I don't think so. No, but I, I need well, to do no, more research. They said, about they that. said they do sci-fi shows, so that would be NBC Universal. So no, I think it's similar to the um, DC TV thing, like where it's just some assholes who just want to talk about fucking shitty TV shows all day. Giraffes have black tongs. Podcast. Yeah, the ESPN of shitting on other people's hard work. Well, yeah. Ed saying cunt world record setting times. True. Boom. That's true. Nailed it. Perfect. There we go. Top that, ESPN. <laughs> so we're just going to come for you. Fuck you. The ESPN of sports shows. That's what we the are. ESPN of sports. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, this, this Shay woman, I get it. It's like speaking is hard, reading is hard, but she, she fucks up a lot. So 
Let's hear this one. We love you, Apple. <laughs> after I can't even say it. We love you, After Buzzers. I don't know what else to say. Apple, I blame you. <laughs> Apple Buzzers. Apple oh my gosh. Buzzers. That was the, that's the wrong studio, Shay. All right. So in that one, she can't pronounce the word After Buzz. She like trips up on it a lot. Later on, though, she is. Well, okay. We'll come back. We'll circle back to that because I can't remember which clip it is. But um, they do have in this show. They have drops. So. I really love these Ooh. drops. All right, so I let's hear an example buzzes. of these. I, I wish there was more buzzing, but let's let's hear it. Mother in a series of unfortunate events on Netflix. He just uses a sparkle sound effect when they're talking about uh, what shows Robin Shabatsky has been in. I can't remember her name. Colby, Colby Smolders. That's it. Yeah. Maria Hill. Right, right. Yeah, they mentioned that too. But then they. Uh, this uh this next clip they use a lot of sound effects like right in a row and it's kind of kind of crazy let's hear it you already know no not robin sparkles ignore the sparkle sound effect okay it is robin charbotsky on how i met your mother how what that is top one that is number one for sure how could any role of kobe be more iconic but yes that is our top three from after buzz of kobe smolders roles (laughs) Thank you. Thank you very much. She's amazing. <laughs> so they're doing the sparkles sound effect for Robin Sparkles. Yeah. They're doing they're doing lots of sound effects. They're Do you have fun. that sparkle one? What? Do you have the sparkle one? No. Mother. I have a rim shot though. Put the train whistle. Come on. Oh fuck. You know what we all want. You know what the fans want. Fuck. All aboard, motherfucker! There. Come on, all aboard, motherfucker! There it is. And now do the air horn. All right. Yeah, the best of the best, the ESPN of sound effects, motherfuckers. That's right. That's right. We Fuck are the ESPN of sound effects. We got sound effects too. Goddamn it! All right, let's let's hear this one. So <laughs> Shay uh, or uh, Ali will toss these segments to Shay and. I just love the way she transitions into this because she does she does this twice. So let's hear this. Why don't you tell the good folks here at After Buzz TV what your special segment entails? Hey guys, so our special segment is "You Got Stumped." Love Ouch. it. Her transitions to her segments are just "Hey guys." I like that. Let's I mean, hear another hey, one. <laughs> hey, go back hey to the archives. All yeah. our transitions were not better than that for the first like eight months that we did this. Uh, I feel like they were. We just sat but... there in awkward silence waiting for one of us to speak about the other thing. Yeah. I wish we had something as smooth as, hey guys. <laughs> but also, Shay, I'm also digging the fact that you might have some news for us, right? I do. I'm excited. Let's do it. Hey guys, so my news for today. <laughs> <laughs> I love the hey I like, guys. I like that. Yeah. Fuck I do that. I'm taking that one too. Hey guys. hey guys, it's Dave here. I want to get serious for a second. All right, let's go to the Walking Dead update. Hey guys, the Walking Dead update. <laughs> I'm a fan of this show more than I am the TV show. Me too. Let's hear the other one here. This is a my stumped moment was finding out that Michael was actually the bad guy. Oh yeah, I did not really see that coming whatsoever, Ow. and I was like. So I guess that stumped her that Michael was actually the bad guy. Whoa. Hey, guys. Hey, guys. All right, let's hear another. This one 
This one's kind of, well, let's just listen to it. They're going to do what they got to do to protect their own. Okay, but isn't that like every family? <laughs> no, but I, but I mean, like, they have their own different set of rules. He really, like, laughs, like, really, that's a, that sounded like a mean laugh to me. <laughs> there was a lot of hate in that laugh. Yeah, he's like, you dumb bitch. <laughs> <laughs> hey, guys. <laughs> hey, guys. All right. Uh, hey, guys, reading is hard. Let's hear that. When you flip gender in some of these situations, you get some really great dramatic and thematic dividends because society treats men differently than it treats women. Expectations are different. Ask any woman if her experience walking down the street alone at two in the morning is the same as yours. Expectations are uh, definitely hard. All right. Hey, guys, here's another reading is hard. This one I like. And like real people, Rucka said, a character is what he calls an emergent organism. I don't think he called it an emergent organism. What the fuck are you talking what? about? <laughs> hey, guys. Hey, guys. Let me, let me get a second take on that one. Yeah, seriously. Take two. Hey, Come guys on. in production truck. Come on. Uh, they made some predictions as well. So let's hear what that is. I think this is just another drop. Predictions. Real quick. After Buzz TV predictions. Unfortunately, we have to wrap up soon. Yes. But- I give them that. They have drops. I, I do like that they have drops. They have drops for days. Yeah. I, I played this one for you before the show, but I got to play it for uh, for the our show now. Um, this is like the ending bumper that they have from uh, After Buzz TV. So listen to how fucking awful this is. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principal. Oh shit. We need one of those, like, we need one of those, like, the views and opinions of these two fucking idiots are theirs and theirs alone and do not reflect the, well, we don't have a parent company, but. <laughs> yeah, I think we're. We need one of those awesome drops. We, yeah. Yeah, yeah, a little disclaimer at the end. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. Like, warning, some content may not be suitable for children under the age of something. Yeah, we could do that at the beginning. Okay, so that is the Stumptown AfterBuzz TV show. Or, fuck, AfterBuzz TV podcast. I just have one more clip from it. uh, Because, you know, I've talked about vocal fry before. Dave, you could fry an egg on this clip. Listen to this. It was successful, Shay. It was successful. It was the success, the first successful, successful, right? Not the Shay. The second one. Let's okay. hear it again. It was successful, Shay. It was successful. The the when you when you start mean, saying Shay, that's both? where he starts. Isn't it both? Because like he draws out that first one too. Successful Shay. Yeah, right? but the Shay is where like the vocal fry really fucking kicks in, and uh, you've you've finished cooking your breakfast on that fucking vocal fry. I just enjoyed that clip so much. Like I when I was pulling these clips. You can like see the vocal fry in that one. And like I was looking at these waveforms and like laughing to myself about this because like the wave, even the waveforms were hilarious. If you guys are, if you guys can zoom in on that fucking clip. It was successful, Shay. It was successful. Because <laughs> you'll, you'll see. Vocal fry Hitler funny. over here. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I just don't get the vocal fry thing. It's weird. I'm going to only speak in vocal fries from this day forward. Yeah, all right. Do it. I don't... Uh, you got to okay. practice more. 
do I just need to like have vocal fry and, and a lisp and then I'm on like a podcast network? What the fuck? Like this guy, Andy. You just need to make your own podcast network and then you're on a I podcast guess, network yeah. like we do. Yeah. All right. All right. Yeah. We got to, we got to get on the this. Marvel, t- the Marvel plus We're Disney gonna... plus TV podcast network. Yeah. The Oni Press plus TV podcast network. Yeah. The Giraffes HPT pod plus podcast network thing. <laughs> Boom. I think we need to, uh, we need to rebrand. Man. We're going to rebrand here. So tune in next week for a totally different show when we figure out how to do The ESPN the fucking... of shitting on other people's hard work and saying cunt a yeah. lot. Yeah, exactly. It's going to be great. Boom. Now that is a branding. It's yeah, a branding like my it. mother would be proud of. Oh, yeah. Let's uh, move on here. Hey, guys. This hey, is guys. The... <laughs> Here's your Walking Dead update. The Walking Dead update. Perfect. All right. Hey, guys. So, uh, The Walking Dead. <laughs> I like that transition a lot. <laughs> it's so great. Fuck yeah. <laughs> so, in this episode, we have Ezekiel thinking of killing himself because of some bullshit at the hilltop or something so tree fell down and broke the wall and then he rides his horse off to this ledge and he's standing on it and then michonne sees him and follows him and she's like hey don't don't be jumping off that uh off that thing they then they kissed yeah so i guess we're moving in that direction good yeah very good okay and then you know how when people do laundry and they hang it on the clothesline right and you have all the sheets and the clotheslines you know this setting yeah so at one point, good. <laughs> at one point, um, someone's talking in the sheets, or I think it was uh, Negan and uh, Lydia are talking like in the clothesline sheets, and then like Daryl just like surprises everyone by coming through the sheets like fucking Ghostface in that Scream movie, and uh, I, I really enjoyed that. And then later in the same setting, Lydia is uh, talking to these other bully teens who don't like her. Um, so they were like talking shit about her, like, Hey, you're part of the whispers. So, uh, fuck you. And then like Lydia to piss them off during their, they were, they were in like their cafeteria or something like having lunch. And Lydia comes up with a squirrel and starts skinning a squirrel at their lunch table, uh, to freak them out. And so that causes Mm. them to meet up with her in the sheets later. And, uh, they start like kicking her ass and then Negan, uh, busts through the sheets like ghost face again (laughs) and like saves her. But at this point, Negan just kind of pulls the people off of her. And he like pulled off this one girl, not gently tossed, but sort of like not, not forcefully either. <laughs> but um, anyway, oh. he tosses this girl uh, off of her and this girl like smashes her head on the wall and uh, it kills her. <laughs> so he Wait, just like, what? yeah, it was fucking weird. <laughs> I had to rewind it. Cause like just suddenly this girl is like laying dead with her head against the wall. And I'm like, wait, the, the, and the, you see it like it's not that hard. He's just sort of like pulling her off, shoving her out of the way. It, and the wall seemed kind of far away from where they were, too. And just suddenly she's dead. It was pretty stupid. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. And then the last note I had was um, Judith has a has like a mini sword. So I thought that was a very cute. It's like a mini uh, Michonne. So that was fun. It's an actual sword, not a dagger. It, it's an actual sword. It has a sheath and everything. Yeah, it looks like a tiny hmm. little baby katana or whatever. Where does one find a baby's katana? Yeah, especially in the zombie apocalypse. Where the fuck did you find that? But yeah, that was it. I mean, this this episode is pretty uh, standard and not, not that much going on. Lydia lets Negan out of jail, too. So I guess we're going to 
see Negan kill the uh, Whispers, which will be fun. He was still in jail? No, he was. they were letting him walk around and stuff. They were giving him a little bit of freedom, but then once he uh, accidentally killed that girl, they threw him right back in jail. And they were thinking about whether they should uh, just kill him or not. And there was like a whole debate about that. But Lydia just lets him out and tells him to go. But he won't go, will he? He's like, no, I need to earn my trust. I'll do it by killing Alpha, by fucking her with a yeah. knife. Yeah, but um, spoilers for next beta. week. Yeah, get a cuck beta. Oh, no. Beta's going to get cucked? Oh, yeah, Man. definitely. Who did I think he is, Eugene? Yeah, right. Why is there so much cucking in this show? I don't know. They just really like uh, they really like cucking. Don't know why. But yeah, that's it then. So there you have it. Do you have anything else you want to talk about today? Yeah. So you did watch Watchmen. That was a pretty awesome episode. Oh I yeah. Liked it. Oh yeah. Hey guys, uh, the Watchmen. <laughs> hey guys. Two. Hey guys. We also watched the Watchmen. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I did enjoy the episode. It was a uh, definitely cool. I I like the red. Oh fuck! What was his name? The the comedy. The red guy? scare. Red yeah, scare. That guy. Yeah. I was going to talk about that. I was trying to remember. That him guy too. was fun. Yeah, he was pretty hilarious. He kind of reminded me of the Tick. You remember they had that uh, Russian bad guy in the Tick. The red I think, scare. Yeah, I think I think his name was also the red scare or something similar. Yeah, yeah. it was. <laughs> so that's pretty cool. What else happened in that show? She arrested her grandfather for the murder. That's right. That's uh, right. Don Johnson. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And they found the KKK outfit in that dude's closet. That yeah. was pretty crazy. It's like, whoa. And we found out that Dr. Manhattan is living on Mars and can make duplicates of himself to fuck his wife while working. But he yeah, chooses yeah. not to in this show so far. Right. So I, w- I wonder if we're going to see some Dr. Manhattan. That'd be cool. Hopefully, yeah. We saw him like a Dr. Manhattan costume. Like a, with the uh, Ozymandias there, yeah. Saw blue, so we did see a blue dick this episode. That's so, good. So like that thing with Ozymandias, he has, <laughs> he has are those all just clones of people? Like it's yeah. just the same guy and girl, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he just murders them every time he has them acting this shitty play of his. Yeah, I guess so. That's kind of crazy. Yeah, that's pretty brutal and badass. <laughs> yeah, like yeah. entertain me now, clones. Yeah. Was uh that's interesting. I, I I like what they're doing in this show. I'm I'm interested. Keep watching it. I I really like the part with uh the Rorschach guys going and killing all the cops at the same time in their homes. That was pretty good. Oh yeah. So maybe these aren't such bad guys after all. These like race traitor uh anti race traitor guys. <laughs> these Rorschach uh <laughs> yeah yeah Nazi uh right. KKK guys yeah shit not so bad not so not, not all that yeah. Not all bad. Not all bad apples, yeah. Yeah. So, the adopted children of the cop, are we led to believe that the son is Ozymedius' son? Is that what we're supposed to think? Because he's got mind really? powers and shit. Well, okay, yeah, that toy he was he's playing with? He's got some kind of powers, though. Wait, wait, is that just a future toy, or is that his mind powers? Because I feel I like it was a... he was making it levitate. I thought that was all him. Really? I don't know. I thought it was like a magnetic toy thing or something. That's what I was getting out of it. But maybe he is. I don't know. Hmm. Yeah. Guess we'll just have to keep watching to find out. Yeah. Maybe we'll figure that out next week. Speaking yeah. of the next week. Hey guys. Hey guys. What do you want to read for next week? So 
I forget what Giraffe Ember was. Is that the one where we have to read like rock musician magazines or comic? Uh, it's whatever. We just have a drop. So let's 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 find that drop real quick. Fuck, where is it? Hey guys, we all fuck up on live podcasting. Maybe Donnie should stop yeah. making fun of everyone so much for it. We need <laughs> yeah, fuck here, too. here I go. I can't wait for the DC TV podcast network to play this clip over and over again and just mock the shit out of you. That'll learn you. (laughs) It's going to happen. Where the fuck (laughs) is it? That's a motherfucker. Where is it? Really dropping the ball here. You've really turned into Uh, quite the Andy. This is, this is the last episode of the podcast. It's too embarrassing. Okay. <laughs> yeah, draft member. I think draft member is just yeah, worth it was totally worth it. But it, it's it's whatever, whatever you want. It doesn't matter. What do you what do you want to okay. read? Then I'm gonna pick X Force. It's X Force. We- or no, no, it's called Weapon X. But the title of the issue, I think it's issues 20 through, 22 through 27, it's called Weapon X, X-Force. Okay. You'll have to double check those issue numbers, but I'm pretty sure it's 22 through 27. Okay. Whatever, the it's the collective volume, just called X-Force. All right, sounds good. Uh, what I want to read for Giraffe Vember is Cosmic Ghost Rider Destroys Marvel History. Fuck. Yeah, fuck yeah, Cosmic Ghost Rider is back. <laughs> I'm excited about this. And he destroys all of Marvel history? Yeah, it's going to be fucking great, probably. It's going to be sad. It's written by Andre from uh, The League, which is weird. What? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Sure? Yeah. I didn't know he wrote for Marvel ever. Yeah, I didn't either. It's weird, but... He, he is. This has this came out like what within the last two years? I'm like guessing? last last year. Yeah, it was coming out la- last year, I think, and then, or maybe this year or whatever. I mean, I, I heard about it from. Uh, I do listen to that. How did this get made? Podcast. So that's where I heard about it from. Wait, isn't that his podcast? Yep, that's his podcast with uh, Rafi on it too, which is the reason I listen. Oh, I didn't know man. Him and his wife kind of suck, but. Rafi's on it, so it's awesome. That's the one. Let's let's uh, read that. I'm excited about that. Cosmic Ghost Rider is the best Marvel hero ever made. So I think we can all agree. So follow me on the internet at Donnie Ohm. Wait, what are we watching? <laughs> oh, shit. Um, I don't have anything, so I don't know. Let's watch an episode of Outcast finally. Oh, okay. Finally see what all the magic is. Watch the season two finale, because that one's right. a clusterfuck of confusion. Okay. So we'll watch awesome. Outcast. Awesome, so follow me on the internet oh, at this dude the god. <laughs> Alright. Uh, follow me on the hey, internet at Donnie Hey, guys. Hey, guys. Uh, hey guys. Follow us on the internet at GiraffesHPT pod. Um, hey, guys. And say, say hey, guys, to us. And uh, hey, guys. Kudos you... at GiraffesHPT pod. Hey, guys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And uh, hey, guys, if you go to SoundCloud.com slash Daniel Burbank, you can hear this music. And uh, hey guys, go to patreon.com slash giraffes have black tongues. Alright, so that's it. We'll see you guys next week. Bye guys.
Hey guys. <laughs> I just, I just, I just, so that's you, so funny to me. I just like that a lot. How she does that. What the fuck? It's a perfect transition, man. It's really good. Perfect. It's funny. Oh man. Did you watch Silicon Valley yet? Oh no, I haven't gotten around to it. I gotta. Oh that. man, it's fucking awesome. All right, good. I can't wait. I'll check it out tonight, probably after I watch it, chapter two for three hours. Yeah, this one will take three hours. So watch it first, and then yeah. you fall asleep during the other one. It won't matter. Yeah, as much. it doesn't matter. Right. Hey guys. <laughs> the ESPN of shitting on. Let's let's toss around some uh, catchphrases. Oh yeah, we should. Words. We can try to workshop the some ESPN of, of shitting on other people's hard work and saying cunts. I'm still leaning heavily towards that one. Yeah, that's like pretty. It, it pretty emphasizes. Good. It really emphasizes what we do here and what we accomplish. I guess it so. highlights our achievements, which is saying cunt in world record fashion, <laughs> and it also like we tear other people's podcasts apart. That's true. Well, yeah, I don't know how hard they work on it. Well, maybe they have a... I think this After Buzz TV has editors. Or at least on this show, I do think that it's edited. But I don't know how hard they're working. We'll see. I guess we shit on comic books, too. Those have got to be hard work. So, yeah, I guess this yeah. makes sense. I mean... TV shows, yeah, that's hard work. We shit on those. Uh, yeah, I guess yeah, that does cover our show pretty well. It, it really sums it up. If you're like a <laughs> brand... If you've never listened to an episode of this before... Yeah, and you're like, hey, I wonder what they're g- these you're guys like, are hey going to get into. What are these guys doing? We're going to shit on everyone else's hard work and yeah. say cunt a lot at a yeah. world record setting pace. That does make sense. I think. I think check we got the it. archives. We've set world records before. That's true. That's what we're known for. Our world record. I'm going to make a wiki. I'm making setting. a Wikipedia page just for this uh, podcast, and I'm just going to have that as the only entry on it. World yeah. record setting for saying the word cunt in an episode. I wonder if that's true. We got to do some... Re- Probably it's Dude, true. There's no way it's not true. There's podcasts from Australia and stuff, too. They say cunt, like, more than they say hello. Yeah, but, I mean, I we went out of our way that episode to say it. That's true, yeah. Like, even more than I normally would say it on, like, a first date or something. <laughs> right. Like, yeah. Exactly. I'm going to go ahead and stop it there. So, join us next time for... Giraffes have black tongues comics, the ESPN of, wait, what was it? Shitting, Shitting on, on other people's, people's hard work, work and, saying, and cunt. saying cunt. Nice. I like it. Has a, has a ring to it's, it. It's catchy, man. Yeah, we can get shirts made with that shit on I it. like it, yeah. Let's do it. Yeah. All right. Those will be hot sellers. That's right. We're also the ESPN of sports. Yeah, the ESPN of sports reporting and sideline shows and shit. Yeah. And Disney. Right. Marvel. <laughs> Damn right. So uh, the show tomorrow night, there's this one band on the bill who I'm I'm going to I choose to believe that they named their band specifically after the Cannibal Corpse song "Make Them Suffer." Yeah, yeah. So I went on YouTube and like did a little bit of the research to like find what I could about them, and I immediately was like, "All right, maybe maybe that's just something I was telling myself to make myself feel better about having to watch them tomorrow because." Yeah. Remember that one time I won those free tickets to that show with that band called Suicide Silence, a like hardcore oh, band? Oh yeah, I remember. They're they're definitely pretty much like that kind of like hardcore shit. Are they going to do so the Pigeon Boys? Dance? They're they're nothing like crit, uh, Corpse. I assume. I mean, yeah. I assume that's, that's what, what all hardcore acts do now. Yeah, yeah. It's weird Pigeon Boy dance. 
<laughs> Thank God that guy died. Yeah. <laughs> well, oh, oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Suicide Silence fans, <laughs> and that guy's one mother, probably the yeah. only fan they had. One they mother. were a shit band. That guy was awful. Yeah, he was. He was an awesome shitty. dancer, though. He had yeah. fucking amazing dance That's moves. That's true. The ESPN of dance moves. The ESPN of dancing <laughs> and sports reporting was that yeah. guy, right. and overdosing on drugs. That was his ESPN. Oh, Whoa. oh, why do I keep bringing that back up? Oh man, fuck that guy. <laughs> oh yeah, happy Dee's to the God Day, by the way. You're motherfucking right. Yeah. Thank you. You're welcome. 